Welcome to Problem Solver Politics. I'm your host, Cardinalis, with Cody the Oracle. Hey, everybody. And today it's very interesting, but it looks like Congress or hashtag Congress pass UBI is trending. And we're going to explore the why. Cody, tell us what's going on. Uh, yeah. So this morning there was a, uh, I guess we'll go over and show it to you first. So on the political trends right now, you'll see Congress pass UBI sandwiched in between seven or eight different Trump twins. Trends. <laughs> just, that's generally political Twitter, Twitter in general. However, uh, it's kind of interesting. Why would Congress pass UBI be trending this morning at this point? I mean, because it's a lot of tweets. It really is not the number one thing in America, but a lot of people are talking about it. Well, Couple things. One, there is an or there was there is an organized movement to hashtag UBI hashtag Congress passed UBI that was put forward and kind of promoted by a lot of people I saw um, that we saw going on on Twitter starting this morning. But again, why, why, why now, why today? Well, that's where things get a little bit interesting. Now, the why on this, I have to admit, we've been talking about the last few days now, and actually has been really frustrating to me. So, in the last week or so i guess okay. i don't know if it's a week or 24 hours anyway we have learned a lot more about um the the cares act which is the, i think the largest spending bill of all time which is in to help people um it's where the 1200 stimulus checks came from we've been kind of seeing what the actual result of that bill are we talked about a week ago about yeah. how there was tax structures that were changed that allowed people that are fairly wealthy mostly real estate investor types or hedge fund people like they were able to get stimulus checks of over a million dollars based on weird tax changes while your average person probably still has not received yeah. they can say millions have received them plenty of people have received them yeah. i would say you line everyone up your average person probably has not got their 12 dollars check yet um one of the reasons why is just because they well you haven't gotten yours yet I have not. No, I did apply late, but I do think I'm I'm caught into a lot of the same bug. A lot of people, for a lot of people, they're finding yeah. out that their payment status is just not available. Yeah, I, we've it, seen it that says, all over. It Twitter. just says not available. Um, and the thing is, it, that's always the worst. I'd rather they gave you some error, just not available. Check back later. I don't know. Yeah. Doesn't mean there's people are like, well, did I qualify? And by the way, just just to get into more of the nonsense, the government website. The government website they, they they ran out to make things easier. They went on to clarify that if they do say that your payment info is not there, that it might mean that you're uneligible. So payment status. I love this line. Payment status not available could show up for you if the application doesn't have your date yet, or you aren't eligible. That's Ooh. a pretty pretty big or. You know, is it? Eh, give us a few days. It's coming, or it's not coming. Like I, I need to know the difference there. Anyway, where does that mean today? Well. I believe in the last 24 hours or so, Congress passed what is being, I guess, kind of, uh, as I guess, colloquially known as CARES Act Two, but the second yeah. in this in the uh, sequence of bills to help address the. Uh, we just call it here. Junior CARES Act Junior. Yeah. Well, also <laughs> important to remember when it came to the first CARES Act passing, I do believe Congress passed like four or five bills for one finally actually got through and everything. Yeah. So, not final. However, it's a 484 billion dollar bill that, while it does have. Funding for small businesses, uh, hospital grants, and coronavirus testing, mostly small businesses, which is really needed and really important. That's great. There is not one dime of this bill, as far as I've seen, everything I've seen, reading through it and reading other description, uh, synopsis of it, there's not one dime going to just direct cash payments to individuals in this country. Now, 
that wasn't the first bill. It actually was probably the only pot, even that one was controversial. People are still waiting. People like students, if you just make too much money or you, you claim it, there's a lot of nonsense that disqualified you that made it not the best bill. But yeah. even then, there was one popular component of it, which was a $1,200 check. That was the one popular component. Yeah. Well, now we're seeing Congress passing a bill today with $310 billion of the $385 billion, I believe, going towards the payment protection program. Now, that sounds familiar. Why are we talking about the payment protection program? Why Congress forced to spend the second emergency bill to fund this pan protection program a second time yeah. while there's still millions, majority of Americans, I would estimate, waiting on their first stimulus check. Why would that happen? Well, those of you guys might probably hear that in the from news. a couple of days ago. Yeah, we're hearing the news a lot. Well, part of it is because several public companies that in no means were supposed to qualify for this did. And now we're hearing, while some did give the money back, Shake Shack did give their $10 million, I believe, or a few million dollars they got back. Multiple companies, CNBC reached out to for comments, basically said, no way in hell we're giving the money back. I love this quote. The sad thing about this quote is it's like 100% true, and it's the way businesses are. It is the problem with how businesses work in times like this. Somebody said, this is in reference to uh, Shake Shack. Once it became public, they received $10 million from the Payment Protection Program, which was mostly earmarked for what they call small to medium-sized businesses, not national chains. Um, they returned the money, and I think it was... I said, I don't remember the exact total, but it was the millions they returned. The CEO actually wrote a letter saying, hey, look, we didn't mean to, you know. I, honestly, he said it was confusing. It was a dumb letter, but they gave the money back. Listen yeah. to this quote. They asked other CEOs, will you be giving the money back? You shouldn't have qualified. Yeah. It's not meant for you. Quote, well, it's not that you shouldn't have qualified. You did indeed qualify yeah, no, based upon you, these, you were, you weren't but intended. that wasn't the spirit of yeah, the law. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Listen to this. All I see is a knee-jerk reaction to Shake, to shake Shack. To return the PPP funds would be breaching fiduciary duty. As a matter of fact, I believe it would be, right? Yeah. I, I mean, mean, if you're a corporation, you're supposed to be getting that money. Yeah, but that's the problem with businesses is that you have people who look at it and they say, yeah, I know it's dumb that Congress is so stupid they let us get this money. But whatever, it's from a business we need it. Crazy stuff, but this is why. The, the reason why, it's one of many, but one of the main reasons why I think we've seen so many, so much drama with this payment protect, pay, pay check protection program. I want to call it payment, payroll, I want to call it everything. Yeah. The reason why, though, we're seeing so much drama about this is because this led to something else happening. Obviously, if I'm Shake Shack, I'm applying for like a $10 million loan. I'm not applying for a couple hundred thousand. I wonder how many people are applying for loans less than six figures. Probably a lot. I don't yeah. know how many, but probably a lot. It's meant for small, small businesses, right? Around people are applying for loans. Plus, your average small business is probably figures. trying to think, you know, I know there's other small businesses out there that need this as well. Uh, I've known a lot of people that have said, I, I don't know how much I should apply for. I mean, I, I could feel justified in applying for 60, but maybe I should only apply for 30 because, you know, I don't want to be greedy and I don't want to keep another company from surviving. You know, so you've got all of these extremely moral little guys, you know, sweating <laughs> over yeah. 30 grand. And they call them the suckers, right? The, people, the normal people yeah. who have like morals who are like, yeah, yeah. that's wrong. We can't. Just we can't just uh, well, get this too. This is the second yeah. thing that happened. The in what made this even worse and compounded it banks, these are loans being processed by banks, and they're getting their cut. They and want their the overhead. biggest, they want yeah. the biggest loans processed. So, what happened on top of this? Not only was Shake Shack, and let me see if I can pull up the full list. The full list of companies that actually did receive the did receive money for it is pretty hilarious. You look at some of these names, uh, let me see if I can enlarge this a little bit. It's kind of small. Um, but you go through some of these names. My favorite just name, and by the way, almost all of these I think are publicly traded companies, which I think in general should have excluded you from these small business loans. Like, oh, yes. you're, like I get you could argue maybe, but it's like, eh, if you're a publicly traded company, man, like I don't. 
you aren't a guy in his dry cleaner. You know what I yeah, mean? Like exactly. you're kind of bigger than that. But let's know what these names You're not a mom and pop plumbing firm. Oh, yeah. You're not a pest control company. Yeah, you're you not you weren't fortunate enough to open four hardware stores. You know what I yeah, mean? Like exactly. this, this is a little bit different. But what's crazy is you look at some of these company names and like just the fact that a bill was passed and the idea with this bill, the focus of the bill was to assist small business owners by giving them loans that can be um I believe forgiven. If you use the loans to basically maintain employee staff, if you laid them off, something like that. We're seeing companies like DMC Global, which I believe is a market cap of $405 million. Jeez. Receiving loans in excess of $10 million from this bill. It's like, holy smoke. At what step of the process was there not a human being involved who said, oh, a minute, man. Why are we giving small business assistance to DMC Global, a publicly traded energy company, I believe, that's worth hundreds of millions of dollars? Why are they like? It's not like the government doesn't help these companies out elsewhere. I believe Shake Shack, when they when they were asked why did they give the money back, Shake Shack said, "Well, we had other like what was it like uh oh my god like other like capital opportunities open for us in the market." Exactly. That's why they have small business loans where they don't just have these capital opportunities open in the market for them. They need help, but. All of that was to get back to the main topic of this, which is why is Congress passed UBI today trending? And I think it's because I've seen a lot of people, and we'll go through the trend, a lot. you'll notice people who are familiar with our video and familiar with the kind of UBI movement, a lot of the usual suspects, so to, so to speak, in this trend. But I've also seen a lot of other things, too. I've seen a lot well, of other people say, I'm not really for UBI necessarily myself, but like... Yeah, why are we still passing bills that are not giving money to people? Why are they passing more bills? The first one didn't give enough people enough money. Now they're passing another one that gives no money directly to people. It's business relief. And what are they really doing? They're covering for their mistakes from the first one. And it's we're seeing people come around now that are saying, like, this is actually kind of crazy. Like, I'm not necessarily all well, about also, this we're life, reaching, but this is something that's be done. Th there really is a point of insanity. And, and we... We explored this in an interview that we just did yesterday. It's going to be posted in a couple of days. But we we interviewed candidate Lucy Gayote or Lucy. I'm botching the pronunciation of his name. Re future Representative Gayote, okay, Gayo, because it's a French name. Um, from uh, was Brooklyn Nine, I believe, is a congressional district. I don't remember, but it's somewhere in central Brooklyn. Anyway, um, really great interview and he brought up some, some some specifics that they're dealing with in New York and he calls it the poverty industrial complex where the average homeless person costs about $25,000 in the system and they never cure the homelessness okay and the problem never goes away but each head costs 25 grand man that's more than 2k of UBI you could you could just save money you could save a thousand bucks a year okay if you just straight dissolved the homeless bureau and gave two thousand dollars ahead UBI to the homeless in, in a way that's similar is uh, to what Utah did, well, I look at these big bills like the CARES Act and the CARES Act Two, and and the manipulations of the Small Business Administration and, and just the amount of debt that we're accruing. People forget government doesn't have money. Okay, these billions that are getting uh, pumped into these bailouts, okay, are are coming from bonds that get sold. Okay, and debt that we accrue as a people that we will have to pay off in future taxation. So when you hear bailout, you should really just hear future taxation for you and your children and your grandchildren. Debt for your uh, for your progeny. Okay, and we have to ask ourselves: Is a five hundred billion dollar bailout really that worth it? When if the point of the bailout is to keep our society from collapsing, why don't we just take that five hundred billion? 
divide it up by the 300 million we have and the about what 185 million uh, adults 500 billion how many times does that get divided up by 185 million man you're talking about tens of thousands of dollars of ubi they could just be straight injected directly into our economy and the buying power the spending power the wealth accumulation of that ubi payment would be 10 times higher 10 times better than any one of these bailouts well, how about this too i mean we're talking specifically about um, specific abuses in the first not enough abuses but things that went wrong in the first CARES Act that probably should have implemented better specifically that we're not even talking about the trillion the seven trillion dollars roughly that's been printed to pump into them I mean like there's been so much money conjured up essentially to be given to so many large entities, so many big businesses, so many... Like I said, your average person probably still doesn't have their $1,200, but hedge fund managers are able to get $1.9 million checks from the government because, oh, now I can backdate my losses five more years. Like, what? Yeah. There's always... And, this, but, and by the way, those yeah. past losses weren't coronavirus losses. Now, I get it was a way that yeah, the government whole, was thinking, hey, how can we help this out? Yeah, but that's that's aside. Right? That's just the point I want to get okay. to is this. Because, People are starting to recognize and realize now. I think this coronavirus thing away has taught people. I've, I, I kind of say this as a joke, but it's almost kind of me. I've never once seen the government legitimately say, oh, sorry, banks can't afford to bailouts. Sorry, Boeing, not in the budget. They always find the money. And I think people are starting to realize something like, hold on a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. Why is it there's always money for everything else? For every, there's always yeah. money. Oh, the market's crashing. Don't worry. Trillion dollars today, trillion dollars tomorrow. Yeah, 1.8 tr trillion yeah. today. Uh, we're probably going to be hitting another, by the time this is all over, it, it's believed this will be two to three trillion dollars, okay, of coronavirus no, but that's not even talking about the money printed for the market yeah. the money they the federal reserve money that was just injected into the market i mean it, it's crazy that people i mean not it's good people are starting to see it but it's getting absurd man we're looking around like hold why so wait why is there another spending bill with no money going directly to people again oh it's because we accidentally let let major corporations gut the first one and then we let banks screw around with the way the loans are distributed and because hey i'm an international company asking for a, a $10 million loan, I go to the front of the line, I skip all the small businesses because the bank doesn't want to make a hundred bucks off your $30,000 loan processing. They don't want to make, like, why would they want to do that? Yeah. They want to process a $6 million loan. Well, so every single time you need money, sorry, it's already been spoken for by the big guys. And I think the little guys are finally starting to realize this is insane. Yes, why doesn't Congress just pass UBI at this point? Seriously, the money's there. Well, you just well, don't want to do Let's do the it. math really fast. I mean, if you can pull this up on the screen, I think it'd be great. If you actually just put into the Google calculator, $3 trillion divided by $300 million. Actually, you don't even have to do this on screen. But just guess what that dollar amount exactly is. It's almost eerily similar to what oh, Andrew Yang $1, said. $1,000. No, $10,000. Okay. $10,000 a year. Okay, now if we divide $10,000 a year by the 12 months of the year, you get roughly, you know, $800, $900, okay? Actually, it would be $900 and something. So that that is literally the $1,000 a month UBI that Andrew Yang proposed. And the worst part is that we're not introducing a creative consumption-based VAT in order to pay for it. We're not introducing a value-added tax to pay for the UBI so it actually has a balance sheet of zero. We're just enslaving ourselves with the debt. So we are paying, okay, we're paying the trillions of UBI that would be necessary, okay, 
in order to salvage our economy and push us forward and all that. Not everybody's getting it, so it's not universal. So we're paying the dollar amount of a UBI bill without getting the universal aspect of it, without getting the basic aspect of it, and then without it actually being an income that lasts for an entire year. It's a stimulus that'll probably last max one to three months. The only person this most recent, and by the way, House passed it. We'll see if it actually makes it to the Senate and pass anything. But honestly, the one person, one group you'll benefit from this bill, and it's the House. Actually, now is the House Senate. It's everyone that screwed up writing the first bill. Now they can say, "Well, at least we finished funding that first, that thing we said we were going to fund last time." And they, this yeah. helps nobody but them. They screwed up and they're trying to fix it. You know what? Good. I guess it'll well, help. Well, there's the small one person that said no. Who can't get loans? Well, there was one. De- I guess one Democrat. And, and a you got of an interesting theory that she's going to last for six months or sixty years. Yeah, but <laughs> that's one. story for another time. But it's just I don't know, man. It. it it's getting really frustrating seeing because it was interesting. I remember the there's a hope early on in the process of this uh the um stimulus where Trump and Mnuchin, the Treasury Secretary, were saying that we just want to send people money as soon as possible, multiple times if possible. What what has that turned into? Some people got twelve hundred dollars. Don't expect more. We got to patch up all the holes that we left in the first bill now. So yeah. I mean it's. It, it really is insane, and it really is. I hope it does. I hope it really does start recognizing people that it, they, the government always has the money. It's just a matter of if they're willing to spend it on you or not, and they they're not willing to spend it. And this is if they're not willing to give people a thousand bucks a month for four months during a global pandemic when the government is going to send people with guns to your business and force it shut down. I mean, like, it's like you're shutting my business down. Can I have some money for it? If they won't pay out anything then, like, yeah, I don't know, man. Until until there's some big structural changes in the House and in the Senate, big, I mean, like, a lot of people out and a lot of people removed or just a lot of people changing their voting patterns, when would we ever get any actual assistance of people passed on a large scale, right? Because seriously, if not now, if not when the government's forcing your business shut down, forcing you indoors, and like mandating what can be sold, all that stuff, if they won't take care of you temporarily, then when, right? So I don't know. It's yeah. a, a lot of, I think, uh, hopefully, hopefully this does lead up to shake. Uh, this does lead to a lot of really interesting 2020 races where a lot of safe seats, suddenly people say, wait, what? If, you did nothing for me during this coronavirus. You did nothing for me. I, mean, I hope that happens. A lot of people look at the local reps and say, what is this? You, you guys... What were you guys doing up there? Yeah. Who knows? Generally speaking, aren't there people still serving that like were swearing up and down Iraq at WMDs? And there are a couple of them still yeah. like I mean, <laughs> who knows? But it just it is frustrating. So um let let us know let us know in the comments below if you've gotten your stimulus check yet, if you're still getting the you know, update status not available, whatever that official phrase is that we've seen floating around Twitter. Let us know if you guys have been able to receive that assistance or not. Also, if you have any interesting um, asides or, or, or anecdotes associated with it, let's keep the conversation going in the comments below. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at PSP Radio 1. That's probably the fastest and best way that we get a lot of information out to you guys. Uh, once again, that's Twitter at PSP Radio 1. And if you can afford it, please consider joining the channel. It's really an expensive way to keep this content coming. This is Problem Solver Politics. We'll see you guys in the next video.